Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. Well, I'm Emma, this is the Alpha Sessions, and I'm here with Danny Starr. Hello. Hello, hello. This is really cool because we get to finally do it in person, which is very exciting. Yes. Um, we chatted on Zoom probably, I'd say it was about over a year ago now. Yeah, I think it was. I think like it was, peak pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The dark times of March, Really April. dark times where you didn't really see anyone physically. It was all just via a webcam. Exactly. Um, and I know that since then you've been up to a ridiculous amount. <laughs> um, I wanted to also chat about um, you co-writing and collaborating with various people. Yes. Is that a new thing for you? Talk to us about that. Yeah. Um, that is relatively new. It's also something that kind of came about because of COVID in a weird way. Okay. It's like something I've always really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and in the past, collaborating with people, you would just most of the time be in a room with them, yeah. you know, and then because of remote working, it sort of opened the door to me writing for people in the US and writing with people over Zoom here. And then all of that's kind of set up now with everything open. Yeah. Well, not open yet, but opening. Yeah. Um, being able to have in-person sessions with people who I've got to know over COVID. So you've almost done it in the reverse. So like people that have been collaborating in the past would have collaborated in person and then done it on Zoom and found it weird, whereas you've almost flipped that on its head. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, and I'm I'm so happy that it panned out that way. You know, I've been really enjoying co-writing and just, yeah, collaborating with people, which... COVID has weirdly kind of promoted me doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's quite ironic, but also quite cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned that you also got the chance to write with some other people in other countries. Um, mm. Have you found that, like, different cultures have presented different styles of writing and stuff? Ooh, interesting. Well, yeah, so over the last year, I've kind of done a lot of really looking into where my fans are. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... It's been we've known for a while now that there's quite a big fan base in Brazil, and that's kind of rogue. Don't really know but why. Very cool. But very cool. And yeah. hell, would I go out to Brazil and <laughs> tour just to? I would move out I there just to play there. Like, <laughs> screw the London the London songwriting scene. <laughs> but like, yeah, no. So there's in terms of kind of breaking into that scene, we've been considering you know doing some cover versions of some Brazil art, Brazilian artists. Oh, and, nice. That's all kind of in the pipeline. Um, that's so cool. And has that's that, been really fun. Has that forced you to kind of get to know Brazilian music a bit more than you already did? Yeah, well, I've, I've been, yeah, I've been listening to the Brazilian charts, songwriter charts, nice. which is which is good fun. So, yeah, there'll be a cover coming soon. Does that mean sure. your Portuguese is on point? My Portuguese has been worked on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it kind of all started when, for my last single, Our Design, um, someone put out Portuguese lyric video. Oh, it, sweet. Okay. Which I found amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. actually one of the coolest things I've ever seen about <laughs> my music. No. Um, and yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes, really. Um, as like a fairly new collaborator, well, co writer, I suppose, um, I guess if songs are based on your personal experience and they feel quite personal to you, is that weird to kind of bring that out on the table and mm. then have someone else share that with you? Yeah. At first, I was very. Like, before the first session I'd organised, I was quite nervous. I was just like, I've not... When I write, it is quite a personal experience, you know. So I was was quite nervous. But the best part about it is it's broken me out of a zone, like a comfort zone that I was in with my writing Mm -hmm. and how I write, and the same way it has been for a long time. And all it's done is improve my, you know, my skill set as a writer because 
I'm writing pop songs I'd never would have written before, yeah. which is so much fun, you know, writing big poppy hooks. And then, you know, EDM track top lines and stuff, you know, so it's it's great. It's great. It's, yeah, it was, it was kind of scary at first, but now I'm wishing I was less scared a bit earlier, yeah, to yeah. be honest, yeah. How do you, um, how do you know it's going to work? Well, I guess you don't. As in, like, um, how do you know that you're both going to be able to be, like, open enough and honest mm. with enough to go, I really like that, or that's really rubbish? Yeah. Yeah, that was why I was nervous. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, that Sorry, was... Sorry, I'm not helping, am I? <laughs> no, yeah, that was... That was... <laughs> Next session, I'm going to go yeah, and shake yeah. it. Um, no, yeah, it was... It You don't really. And then it's yet to happen, luckily for me, but I think... I assume I'm going to go into a session at some point and then after a few hours we're going to call the session and be like, oh, I guess it didn't gel as well. Um, but so far it's been me just, yeah, breaking out. Like, it's every time I want to say something a little bit more personal or, yeah. like, put forward a lyric or something, you know, it's a bit of a barrier up. But we're getting there. That's cool. We're getting there. That's good. Yeah. Um, you've got some gigs booked at the end of the year. I do, yes. um, Which is really exciting. Have you had a couple of gigs back already since the pandemic? I have, I have. I had a headline show at Oslo Hackney. Which How was, was that? Honestly, was one of the best nights ever yeah. for me because yeah. it had been so long um, and it was a double sellout. Did like a matinee and a late evening show. Wow. And it was just incredible to see people who I haven't seen at a gig. Yeah. You know, people I've seen at my gigs a year and a half ago, two years ago, back in the room was just lovely it was so fun and oslo is a great venue as well so yeah have you good. got any um new pre-gig rituals how are the nerves on that night after such a long break yeah well the biggest thing about that night was the double show because yeah. i hadn't played a gig in a year and a half properly i played like one outdoor thing during covid but then at playing my first ever double headline i was like how is my voice gonna hold up through you this when i haven't gigged well, yeah, it was basically the break in between the show was not a downtime because if it was, <laughs> I would not have made it through the second show. It was much more of a keep the blood pumping, keep yeah. it going, wait for the room to fill again, go again. Nice. Yeah. Um, so we touched on it briefly, but um, you played Isle Design for us mm. live, which is sounded amazing. Thank um, you. Talk to us a little bit about that. Um, what's it about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Isle Design so came out early last year I think yeah Mm. and um that was kind of a product of a lot of reflecting a a lot of reflecting on specifically one past relationship really but kind of played into quite a lot of past relationships and it's sort of about I put myself in someone else's perspective you know and I, I I like challenge I was it was in a period when I was challenging myself to write in different ways so it was less of like a my perspective on something Mm. and I really wanted to kind of criticize someone else's view of my own behaviors I guess in that in the relationship so and like how it ended and how they must have been feeling and how I was feeling combined into one song so it was that was it's pretty raw that one's pretty pretty deep cutting for me um but that the way I write is all about kind of compartmentalizing things that have happened and getting an understanding of them and sort of like a diary I guess like so you kind of make notes and then I want to say save some for later yeah yeah there's lo- there's a load of little notes on my phone yeah. where it's the little thoughts I have that could potentially be turned into a song but yeah our design was just about when a relationship ends and you're wondering how long it's been that that other person's not been fully in it when you yeah. thought 
they were the whole time, essentially. But, and it's, yeah, it's, and I really feel like that song encapsulates that feeling quite well. It's yeah. quite, quite a rough one. When was the last time you looked in my eyes? Felt a shiver run down your spine, blind to the flaws in our design. When was the last time you looked in my eyes? It felt like everything would be alright. I thought that everything would be alright. We've been trying so hard for a while now We win for less than we lose Issue 7, front page headline of the breakup news I start to cry, start to stutter The fault ain't yours, it's mine, you mutter to yourself I've heard it all before, put the script back on the shelf When was the last time, yeah you looked in my eyes Felt a shiver run down your spine Blind to the flaws in our design When was the last time, yeah You looked in my eyes I felt like everything would be alright I thought that everything would be alright You're telling me the jury's been out for more days than you can keep count Every morning I've been pouring my heart out Where your thoughts been every night after lights out The judge walks in, everyone stands The verdict's in and you let go of my hand again We're better as friends When was the last time yeah, you looked in my eyes? Felt a shiver run down your spine Blind to the flaws in our design When was the last time, yeah You looked in my eyes And felt like everything would be alright I thought that everything would be alright I take a guilty plea Cause I don't even know the truth anymore Another six months sentence to pretending not to love you anymore When was the last time you looked in my eyes Felt a shiver run down your spine Blind to the flaws in our design When was the last time yeah, you looked in my eyes Felt like everything would be alright I thought that everything would be alright The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce You've also got some big news uh, You're mm. about to release uh, a mega track <laughs> Mega track uh, Your first single in a while yes. um, Which is mega exciting Hence why it's a mega track mm. um, Talk to us about that What does it mean to you When did you write it And also obviously When can we expect it Yeah Yeah so excited For this track to come out um, Yeah But beyond excited It's by far My biggest 
build-up of excitement before a release. 23rd of July, so we're nearly, nearly there. But it's I wrote it a while ago, um, kind of right at the start. I had the idea sort of the end of end of 2019. Okay. And then it came, the song was completed in the first lockdown, really. And it's because the feeling of the first lockdown was what the song was actually about. And I realised that after being in lockdown for a bit. Yeah. Um, and essentially the aim of the song, what I want to happen when people listen to it is however alone and however lost people have been feeling over COVID, which was something that tormented me. You know, I found it really difficult as most people did. Sure. And I hope that people hear that. And as alone as everyone's felt, they really realise that all that time, they've not been alone at all in feeling that. You know, yeah. we've all really been going through this together. So as much as it's really not a COVID song, it's it encapsulates that kind of chapter for me a lot of what I was kind of going through mentally. Um, yeah, so that yeah, it's another another big hitter. It's probably my favorite chorus I've written as well. Um, but yeah, twenty third of July, and Lander have very kindly backed it as their as um, their next rising artist initiative. Amazing, so, that's cool. Yeah, so that's um, so exciting. That's going to be there for promoting the single, which is really, really great. Do you think, um, and we spoke about this a bit on the way here, do you think that because of the pandemic and because musicians, I guess, have found it so hard to continue what they do um, Mm. in a live capacity or recording capacity, like now that things are starting up a little bit, um, the thirst for it is there, both from the fan side and the musician side, Mm. um, even more so. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. The excitement around shows and releases in general at the moment yeah. is crazy. And, yeah, it's just so great that it's from both sides and just from everyone in the industry, you know. Everyone's so up to get back out to shows. And weirdly, the, you know, live music was struggling, as we all know, yeah, just before COVID and had been a long struggle kind of getting worse and worse. Yeah. COVID was obviously not great for live music, but at the back end of it, for those venues that have survived... You know, every show's getting booked up, every show's selling out. When I'm looking for a date for a show nowadays, it's like, yeah, we have three dates for the rest of the year because Thanks. we've got the backdated catalogue from last year kind of all booked in. So it's yeah. it's great, though. It's just so great how excited everyone is to get back out there. Yeah, Good vibes all around, I guess. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and chatting about the single a little bit, but um, you said it was about the... Um, the way you're feeling about COVID mm. um, and loneliness. And I was just wondering, like, when you were writing this song, like, was it a conscious thing? Were you like, oh, my gosh, all this thing's happening. Like, I need to just get it down on paper. We need mm. to turn it into a song. Or did it just kind of happen that way? kind of happened. Um, the first lyric that came to me was the kind of like the last lyric of the chorus. Yeah. You know, send for anybody who can tell this man where he belongs which was came to me kind of, I guess, in a deep thought <laughs> moment in bed in my room, mm. um, you know, isolating at my parents' house. And I was sitting in my room thinking, oh, my God, <laughs> how long am I going to be in here on my ones? <laughs> <laughs> and um, that kind of feeling in that moment of not knowing where I belong and not knowing, you know, how to really understand what I was feeling, I projected back to actually helping me understand a lot of my own like mental struggles over a much longer time than just COVID, you know. So it was 
as difficult as it was, you know, that song, as I've said, like with many of my songs, is almost like a therapy to me. Like my songwriting is a way of me, yeah, really understanding what's going on and it helps. I wouldn't know what, I don't, wouldn't know how I would handle it without, to be honest. So like yeah. a creative outlet, I guess. Totally, totally creative outlet. And it, it, I started music, I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to play rugby at quite a high level and I had to stop that. That was kind of nipped in the bud because of a recurring injury. And that's when I started picking up music properly, almost oh, straight wow. switch. Okay. And I'm always kind of sure that that was a bit of a requirement. <laughs> I needed it. I needed something. Because yeah. without rugby to kind of go out and that was my thing. Yeah, yeah. That was my space, my headspace. Um, music sort of stepped in. Um, I think everyone has a thing though, don't Yeah, they? exactly. Everyone does. And I, I guess I didn't realise how important rugby was to me <laughs> until I started this. <laughs> To quote um, a uh, a corny but very popular phrase, you don't know what it's got till it's gone. Exactly. What you've got till it's gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you also played Whirlpool for us. Mm-hmm. Um, another great track. Um, and <laughs> again, like the tracks totally come into their own when you hear them live. Obviously, like doing everything on Zoom is great, but getting back to normality and having these sessions has been so, so good. Um, tell us a little bit about Whirlpool. Yeah, so... This was another COVID right, really. Um, early, early on. Yeah. Basically, my dad does have a boat, <laughs> cool. which is what the song is about. He has a little share of this old, like, I don't know how old. It's got to be 50s or something. I don't know. Really? Ma- like, getting it in the water, it means it's so heavy and, like, big. <laughs> this wooden, it's a big wooden old rowing boat. Yeah. And we share it with like a bunch of people. But it's if he wants to take it out, we I have to go with him because yeah, it's, cool. it's not a one person job getting that into the water. Um, so we kind of went out a few years ago in that, and it was beautiful. You know, it was a great day, and I really associate that song with my dad. And it's really about kind of our relationship and where this kind of the similarities I see in myself in him. Um, and the, the kind of way I hope that we can help each other and build each other, you know, and so nice. that's that song. And he heard it for the first time when I sang it live for the first time at a gig. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's right. So it was just as COVID was happening, I was writing it in that January to March period because I had a London show about two days before the first lockdown. Yeah, I remember you said yeah. last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he, he heard it for the first time there. He was like, oh. Oh, oh, bless him. Pr- pretty sweet, that. And I was like, yeah, well, it's about time. I've written enough about mum. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying so much harder lately. Yeah, I've been trying so much harder, baby. To let you know. When I'm feeling low I've been trying so hard To let it all go Am I spinning round in circles again? Am I spinning round in circles again? Empty glass, just flaming whiskey again a bucket of ice, just cold, cold water. I dunk my face right in. Check the pilly pack, couple crumbs left at the back. 
But it's just enough, always just enough To send me right back on the sack Of my spinning round in circles again My spinning round in circles again Yeah, this is how it looks to fall How it looks when he feels nothing at all There's a boat on the river Father called it to be thin, yeah She used to take him to the water He used to take her for a spin, yeah Round and around and around the whirlpools Round and around and around the whirlpools Right around the only way to escape the crowd Am I spinning round in circles again? Am I spinning round in whirlpools again? Are we spinning round in circles again? Am I spinning round in whirlpools? Again. The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. So, what tunes have got you through the last year, do you reckon? Ooh. What's on your current playlist? My current playlist? Ah, man. Well, the first person who jumps to mind is actually a really good friend of mine called Eli Carvajal. Yes. And he is just an unbelievable storyteller and some of the most beautiful songwriting I've ever come across and he actually just played a show at the old blue last i took my housemate and my housemate is now a complete massive fan playing him every day and it's just yeah ability to write songs and it's all about his family story but it's something that i would highly recommend going to a show and hearing because he's so incredible at sharing it all and it is a beautiful story as well so him his he's i've listened to his music almost every day (laughs) In, (laughs) in in one of my playlists somewhere nice uh, who else? Who else have I been listening to a lot? I've been going back through a lot of Arctic Monkeys okay. because they were like, you know, one of my earliest songwriting inspirations, Alex yeah. Turner. and The early know. stuff or the late stuff? Early stuff. There was like, you know, yeah. I and Submarine as well was a big one songwriting-wise, Alex Turner. Because he's got a bit Bowie-esque towards yeah, the stuff, yeah. I think. And yeah, that new Arctic Monkeys album, well, new, relatively new. Uh, new yeah. yeah, the newer one. Okay. I actually really enjoyed because... It was timed with a period where I was writing quite a lot about space. Yeah. Um, I went through a period of like writing about getting out to Mars and whatever. Yeah. And I really liked the way that decision was made to just move away from teen angst, which yeah. I think was an appropriate decision considering they're not teens anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I think also there's only so long you can sing about teen, teen angst for. Exactly. You know I mean? So I'm squeezing it out now. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was getting at. <laughs> no, yeah, no, for sure. Like, It's definitely something that you can't, can't write about forever yeah, and yeah. that kind of pushing yourself out of the comfort zone and what you're writing and putting out and yeah. not boxing yourself in as an artist is something I'm like set on not doing I'm really keen to write and release whatever and whoever I work with and what if I really like the track like I want to put it out under me I'm not gonna like hide some like hip-hop side of me under an alias or whatever <laughs> you know like yeah yeah I, yeah. Wait, hang on. Have you got a hip hop side? No, no, no. Okay. no. Shh, shh. I shouldn't have said that. Jeez. <laughs> we'll cut that I'm out. expecting that next time. 
<laughs> um, what about karaoke? Is that your thing? Karaoke. Yeah. I mean, Adele. Yeah. Adele karaoke. That's what you know. That's that's where I find myself. Are you serious? Make you feel my love. Wow. Okay. I was not and expecting that. That is my go-to karaoke tune. Amazing. Uh, late night piano. I was expecting yeah. Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's under the alias. Maybe next interview when I'm here as my hip hop alter ego, <laughs> you'll get some Kanye. <laughs> um, so obviously, like, recording sessions have just started back up and running, um, mm-hmm. and um, there was a bit of a, I want to say, dry spell for a while because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you have to eat or drink before going to a session? Oh yes, there is indeed. <laughs> There is, and it's a very recent development, okay. but it's something that has completely changed, changed my life. <laughs> it's changed my vocal sessions in the studio. So for Belong, which is the first single I've done in a while in mm. the studio with Nick Bennett, who's the producer, who nice. and the best part about working with Nick, which has been an absolute pleasure, is the fact that like I've basically not met anyone new music-wise, like, minimally over covid you know i've done the co-writes and everything but in terms of getting into a studio with people to put down your tracks that i didn't do any of that you know and then i was introduced to nick through a friend and he's brilliant producer and we have become great friends through making the track um and we had a morning in the studio where we were doing the vocals for belong Finished up and I was like, yeah, I felt like it was good, it was good. And we were listening back and we were trying, you know, it was, it was all right. And we broke for lunch and went to Chinese down the road. I had a wonton soup, came back and one, one take, slammed out a whole take of the track, which was <laughs> probably three times better than anything else. So, so wonton funny. soup has become the staple pre-recording <laughs> The pre-recording Amazing. snack it just opens up the opens up the vocal cords I'm somehow. gutted we can provide one ton soup this afternoon oh, that's alright no well next time <laughs> I, I, I should really be bringing it out with me what am I playing at it should always be in my case my guitar case <laughs> um, a question I often ask before a live gig is um, what would be on your rider and I feel like one ton soup would be on yours now oh 100% 100% one <laughs> ton soup from now on yeah. I mean yeah I guess I wonder what the stage, what stage I have to get to to be, you know, Plus to be able to ask for a wonton soup and it not be completely outrageous. I don't know. Like oh, really sen- don't sending know. some show rep off to a Chinese, it doesn't feel fair. <sighs> yeah, see, I should be turning up with my own. I reckon. <laughs> Just beers and water is fine for me. <laughs> um, I can imagine your your search engine history being like. Is this studio close to a Chinese place that yeah. sells wonton soup, and then well, only on that basis? My yeah, my Google Maps you... has a saved. Save places, wontons, local <laughs> wontons, and it's great. It's every every time I got a session, got to check. Yeah, got to make sure. So if a um, if if a top producer called you up and said, right, I want to do a session with you, um, and it was your favourite producer, like what guy or girl that you've been wanting to work with for like all your all your life, mm. and the studio that he or she could work at wasn't near a place that did wonton soup, what would you do? <laughs> see that's it's just a hard question that i would just have to bring bring my own yeah. i would have to turn up with like wonton soup for the week uh, that would be it, it it's just not funny. yeah not really even an option at that point because <laughs> i wouldn't say no i mean i mean if i couldn't if i couldn't take my own wonton soups yeah. i probably would say no. who would that producer <laughs> be by the way who would that producer be yeah my dream producer to work with. This is going to sound crazy, but I would actually do anything to be in a studio with Will I Am, because I mean, Black Eyed Peas is another, you know, another 
band I've been listening to through the whole of COVID, actually just like digging deep That's into random. all the old... Yeah, but it's just so good. Yeah, it's true. It's so good, so well produced and yeah. so well written um, that you can actually just listen to those tracks over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, if I was in a studio with Will I Am, I'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> in the studio with Will I Am, I'm on soup. With a want on soup, yeah. <laughs> well, the best thing is, like, the producers I work with now, when they see this wanton soup thing, they're like, oh, I just can't remember that. Yeah. So when they have someone in who's struggling a bit, they'll be like, have you ever tried a wanton soup? Yeah, might, <laughs> it's going to catch up. Yeah, yeah exactly. And <laughs> um, finally, I was going to ask, um, we touched on it a little bit earlier, Belong, um, but you played that for us and obviously mm-hmm. sounded incredible. Yeah, so Belong, yeah, just in that COVID time of not really knowing... Where 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 we all belong and in the world. So basically, too much time in my own head. <laughs> um, yeah, just a lot of time, a lot of time to think, and a lot of time to give in to my anxieties and my my lonesome thoughts when I'm on my own and at home. And it just came from there, and just the, yeah, just that feeling that I had, knowing most people were going through the same. You know that I wanted to put that down and put something out that people will hear and I really do think people will hear it and and relate to it and I hope they do as well. Yeah, and, 100%. Yeah, I can't wait for people to hear it. Yeah. It's that weird kind of feeling of feeling alone but also feeling part of a community at the same yeah, time. exactly. It's like a weird exactly. juxtaposition. Yeah, and it's kind of scary talking about those kind of problems mentally. You know, it's, it's so great how um, the stigma around mental health is so much better already even just in the last couple years than it has been like my whole life you know and I'm super lucky to have people around me who I can talk to a lot about it and yeah this song is a bit of a kind of it's quite scary at putting it out I'm super excited for everyone to hear it but I'm obviously also quite nervous it's by far my most kind of revealing and emotionally raw uh, presentation of what I really was full on just going through there's nothing there's no hiding behind that um, you can hear when you listen to the song, like it goes up a notch in terms of, I don't want to say anger, but more like level of rawness. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a sense. It's, it's always a sense of desperation yeah, when exactly. I'm singing that song. Like that's why you're the songwriter and I'm not because you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Found the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, yeah, just that. Yeah, and I really hope people do do connect with it because otherwise it's going to be like, wow, I am alone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I reckon they definitely will. Um, yeah. They definitely will. I think um, so. I hope and I think so. when you do release it, it'll be really refreshing for people to hear. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Well, thank you so much for coming in the studio. It's been so nice to chat with you. Um, and just a reminder to everyone, if they tuned in halfway um, and they want to catch up with you on the socials, how can they do so? Everything on the socials is forward slash Danny Star Music with a double R. Cool. Which is, you know, obviously always missed. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, www.dannystarmusic.com. Cool. And, yeah, at Danny Star Music. And everyone can catch up with where you're playing, how you're playing. Where I'm playing, how I'm What playing, you're releasing, when you're releasing, all that fun stuff. All up there. And you can sign up to the mailing list on the website. Amazing. And that's probably the best way. Cool. Yeah, that's probably the best. Well, thank you so much again for coming in and spending the time to uh, chat with us and play mm. for us. Thank you so much for having um, me. And we'll speak to you again soon. Yes. Hopefully get to a gig soon as well. Yeah. I got lost way back when You left me at the gates to the lion's den Thought I'd be found by now 
I'm still searching for that face as it fades into the crowd. Don't you think we waste our precious time searching for the ones we left behind? Send for a doctor, send for a nurse, send for a preacher, a man of the church, send for a lawyer, send for a judge, send for anybody who can tell this man where he belongs. Well, I've been cold now for way too long. For me to roam alone in some forgotten land Don't you think we waste our precious time Chasing versions of ourselves we left behind You send for a doctor Send for a nurse Send for a preacher A man of the church Yeah, send for a lawyer Send for anybody who can tell this man where he belongs Don't you think we waste our precious lives Trying to fit a mold we won't comply Just send for a doctor Send for a nurse Send for a preacher Send for a lawyer, send for a judge Send for anybody who can tell this man where he belongs Send for anybody who will say you're right where you belong Send for anybody who can tell this man where he belongs